Hello and welcome to Inspired, your grown-up girl talk. I'm Stacy Fleece with my co-host, Samantha Tredelius. Girl, how are you? Here I am. Here I am. We're dead in summer. It's hot. Oh, it's sticky. I, I, I gotta say, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over the heat. Don't I, uh, I, I, um, I'm not in Phoenix, so that's the good news. Right. Um, I saw something on the news this morning, actually, that if, um, that if temperatures continue to increase the way they have, they modeled out. Um, heat issue heat indexes by 2050 and by 2050 this phoenix summer would be average really well so i think that is an indication that people should not be living on the surface of the sun also ever. known as phoenix arizona yeah it's hot there it's hot there but our guest today is not in phoenix she is in utah we are here in the bay area where the sun is shining and we're not dying um and we've got a great show today so i'm super jazzed let's dive in Let's dive in. My favorite company name in the three plus years we've been doing this. Um, I think a lot of people know I have a daughter named Piper and we have with us today, Jamie Jensen, who is the owner and founder of Piper Blue Organic Makeup. Nothing to do with my daughter. I'm just going to tell you though, I love the name. Well, I could have named it after your daughter. You never know. You you could have, um, but it is actually a very cool name and, and amazing products. Um, so I do kind of want to dive right in, but I want to take a, a step back because I always sort of like to tell the backstory of how this came to be. And you are kind of the quintessential entrepreneur who created business out of your own personal needs, um, which is always the, the fascinating journey that gets us someplace that maybe we never intended to go. Um, but you have some um, some medical uh, and and uh, issue, various medical issues issues in your background that kind of led you to launch this as sort of step one of your overall approach that you want to take in life. So let's back it up a little bit. Tell us a little about that. Yeah. So in 2010, I was diagnosed with like a slew of different things, and one of them was. I was like right on the border of stage four kidney disease. And that is not supposed to be something you can get better from. So anyway, I just had a little thing. Just tell me you're not supposed to do the mainstream thing. And I, at the time I was like, what the heck? I don't know anything else. There's nothing else I know. And so anyway, I went on my journey and it was a journey of just, listening to myself like the inner part of me and every step of the way it just felt like I was being led and I healed from that but part of that healing was like detoxing my life physically mentally emotionally spiritually and one of the things that I really missed was makeup and I really couldn't find good makeup I couldn't find makeup that was clean I couldn't find makeup that worked if it was okay and so that led me on a journey to create the makeup. And it took me a couple years to create the formula that we use as like our main base for most of our makeup right now. What were you doing before you took this hard right turn in your career? Um, actually, I was an alternative health practitioner and I did, they're called complementary alternative medicine therapies. So that's what I did, and I practiced for 10 years before I did um, the makeup. 
So you weren't like totally in a different, I mean, you were aware of putting stuff in our body and the importance of taking care of our body. After I was diagnosed and went on my journey and then I, cause that was 14, 13, 14 years ago. And then after about three or four years, I actually went and certified and started practicing. And so I've done that now for 10 years. And so, yeah, I did that. I do have a love for helping people in their health. And your skin is flawless. I know. So I'm looking at you. I'm like, all, dang, girl. Yeah. First of all, you are your own amazing walking billboard. <laughs> your skin is freaking amazing. Um, oh, thank you. But, but here's what's interesting. You have said that um, that the natural makeup that is on the market, what we would see advertised as natural, is not clean. Correct? Most we, likely not. I have a really hard time finding are we being lied to by people? Um, I don't think they're intentionally lying. I just don't think that they realize that the stuff in their products that they're claiming to be clean is actually, they know it's not, they don't know that it isn't clean. Well, and we forget, and we've reminded every, uh, listeners on this several times, I'm going to say it again, that our skin is our largest organ. So what we put on our skin impacts everything on the inside. And I forget that regularly as I am one to not take my makeup off every night. There, I just said it out loud. Oh, you're one of those. Ew. I am one of those. I am in, I'm one of those that takes one of those makeup removing cloths and just does a quick wipe and goes, good enough. Um, and sometimes it's not, it's probably not sometimes. It's probably never I good enough. No idea you were one of those. So yeah, I am. I'm digging about this line. Um, is I love the little palettes and they are all the different colors and you can kind of mix and match and customize it. Uh, it's very cool. How did you come up with this idea of creating this little finger palette? Um, well, I really wanted something that was like something that I could use all in one so that I didn't have like five different products and have a bag full of makeup. And so I wanted it to be fast and I wanted it to be simple and so this was the solution that I wanted to create. And so that's how I did it. Which you is- are so talking my language. I can't, I can't stand the, um, the 14 pound makeup bag that we carry around in our, <laughs> in our handbags. Like I, I, it's, it's too much. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the interest it's evident when you look at me. Um, so, I mean, I am absolutely hundred percent your, your target audience. I also love, um, and I want you to talk about this a little bit, the, the palette color names, which I always think would be the fun part of creating this. Like, what are we going to name it? And you pick names like hero, bold, serenity, aspire. Um, and I, the, it, it is uh, sort of part of the whole, the whole, uh, approach of your line, correct? Yeah. So when I created this, I wanted it to be something that was empowering in every way. And so one of the things that I want to do is like our mindsets are so powerful and what we're telling ourselves is incredible. And it is powerful in a way that you don't realize you're doing on a subconscious level. And so I wanted to name these um, colors and names that were attributes of the person wearing them. So as they're wearing them, they can say, I am serenity. I am hero. I am love. So that they're actually telling themselves what, what is actually true. That is truth. But 
sometimes we forget what that truth is. And so I just, I loved the naming part of it and being able to make that a part of the makeup. Which is so fun. I, I love, I love everything about this. So now we're going to dive into the business part because we love to hear about like what it took to get to this place that you're at now. How hard was it to formulate and to actually have something in hand that you could then sell? Like, was that a challenge? Was it hard? Yeah, that was way hard because I wasn't a formulator. I was, I wasn't trained. I didn't have, you know, I, how do you even figure out? Yeah. You go, I'm going to be a formulator today. I'm going to, I'm going to become a formulator. Like I wouldn't even know where to, where do you start with that? Where do you go? Just formulate, just, you well, know, just, just fold the cheese husband, in. Anyone who watched it's Creek, just fold. <laughs> yeah. Well, my husband told me I disappeared in the basement for two years because I went down there and just experimented and experimented and failed over and over and over and over until it was right. So never think that failure is actually failure unless you just quit before it's time to quit. And I love it. I love it. So what was like one of the biggest like, uh oh, like, did you make something and have it like, I always think when you're mixing chemicals and different things, and maybe you have like a reaction or you know, something doesn't come out the way it's supposed to work. Did you have those types of experiences? Uh, yeah, definitely. There was one time I mixed citric acid, with, which is an acid, which uh, I don't use that in my products, but it was during the experimental phase and I mixed too much of it. And so it's acidic on the skin. And I like turned into this cherry and I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Right. So that was part of the experimental process on myself. I was the test person. So I do not test on animals. I test on my own face. I test on me. <laughs> yep. Maybe And maybe my best friend, if I can talk her into coming over and trying something new. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. I tested after I got the formula where I loved it. Then I tested on other people and then I adjusted to make what I have now. So. Okay, so so you do this, you, you take the citric acid out and you you figure out the cherry look isn't good and you get your final product and you're like, cool, here's here's what I have. Then what? Like how do you um how do you find people how do you find the the I, what are they called? The people who make it? Like who's how do you find the the people the, manu that, the manufacturer? I, I mean I does any of this keep my brain sharp? Where do you find the manufacturers and where do you, uh, how do you decide on distribution? And um, I mean, obviously you have a website, which we are going to talk about uh, toward the end, but, but um, where, how does that process work? You can tell I've never done anything like yeah, this is new for us. Industry. Like I don't have hard products. I don't know how any of this works. Well, I guess if we go back to before I formulated, I was going to have someone private label, like I was going to private oh, label with somebody. And cool. I had a mentor who was just like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You formulate yourself, figure it out, try it. Like, and she was such an inspiration to me. I didn't go that route, which I'm so glad because it's been so good for me and my business model not to do that. So it, you know, it was 10 times the the work, but it was worth it because I feel like I have more freedom and now I can make truly what I want and not have someone else 
be doing it for me. Is having someone else come in, is that kind of like the easy, is that the route that most would go? Uh, yeah. Because mm-hmm, it's the easier sure. route, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Have someone yeah, else do it for them. Right. Um, but in, in that same spirit, having a mentor, I think is so important. I don't care what you're doing to have somebody who's come before you, maybe made some of the mistakes that you're about to make, maybe just a sounding board or even a group of women, maybe not even in the same industry, but just a group of great, amazing professional women who can be your board of directors when you need them. Um, so important. So good for you for having that person in your life. Um, probably saved you from a lot of uh, lengthy lengthy discovery of what you don't want to do, which is equally as important in learning what you do want to do. Correct, correct. So now let's talk about once you get it and you got it in your hand, then how do you figure out pricing? Because I'm looking at your, I'm on your site right now as we're chatting and just like ooing and awing. I mean, these are priced really in, in a comfortable space. It's not anything that's like an overwhelming price point. So how do you price how do you set your price? So that is one thing too, that I really wanted to like, I wanted to have a really good price because I wanted it to be available for everyone, but have that high quality still. And so I think formulating it myself and also not me any, I mean, I am the manufacturer. We didn't send it out to another manufacturer. We are creating and we are the manufacturer. Wow. So that's that from start to finish on these. Sorry, what did you say? You're doing the whole thing start to finish. Mm-hmm. You're not outsourcing any of it. Uh-uh. No, nope. we it. get raw materials and make it all. That's cool. That's really cool. That's not anything. I mean, we've never actually spoken to somebody who's doing that. So it's very cool. Uh, is this like taking over your house or do you have like a special space or <laughs> like... Tell us about what that's all like. Are we out of the basement or no? So... <laughs> We still are in the, my whole basement is a makeup manufacturing, <laughs> but it's great. And I have amazing employees and we love it. So, and they're the ones, my employees are like, keep going, do this. This is so cool. So it's, it's great to also have the support from them. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So you're, are you mainly um, selling it direct to consumers on your website? Are you online mm-hmm. other places or just on your website? Yeah, it's it's e-commerce. We do have a couple brick and mortars that have our products in their store, but I mostly keep tabs on that because I want to make sure the product's not sitting on shelves so that it stays like good quality for a long time. So that's why we haven't ventured out to anything else like Amazon yet, because I just I'm not sure about yet. You know, there's we could change that but I just want to make sure that nothing is ever sitting on a shelf so that it's got the highest quality for the consumer and what is the shelf life on a makeup line like yours like how long or even in general like how long should people keep how often should they change out their makeup oh well if it's like mascara I would say like every three to six months like I wouldn't keep that very long mascara no um our spray, we say six months from purchase date. It would probably last like a year. It w- it's not going to go bad. It's just not going to have the efficacy that it had at fresh date. Um, the makeup itself has a really long shelf life, actually. It's like 18 months. Wow. Oh, that's pretty so, good. I thought your answer was going to be less than whatever 
we think it's going to be like, <laughs> you know, we, don't, we don't have a basket of makeup that we keep in our bathrooms. And I mean, who knows how old some of that stuff is. It's awful. It's awful that we have that. There's admission number two for me today. And don't and even just, try to tell me you don't have that. You know what I do? I have a whole bag of a drawer of shit, but you're kind of coming out with some really important discovery points for us today. You don't take your makeup off and you have old makeup. Who I'm an open fucking book, all right? Like, just... Who are you? I just, I'm just going to be out there with it. Um, You have said that Piper Blue, and I love this uh, concept, so I need to hit you with this one. You've said that Piper Blue is the first step of your big vision to helping women with their health journey. So this is an amazing product, an amazing launch for you. I can't believe you're doing this all from start to finish. Like, I... I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know how. So super cool that you're doing that. But this is just one piece of your whole vision that you want to roll with. So tell us a little bit about how you really want to impact more than just our clean beauty. Um, well, just because of my history of, you know, overcoming illness and things like that, you know, chronic illness, it's not just like a sore throat or something. Um, and going through that whole journey myself and knowing how expensive it can be, how time consuming, how much energy it is, like it is, it's not an easy feat to overcome some of these things that, that I know so many people deal with. And then also becoming a practitioner and then having hundreds and hundreds of clients that I worked with throughout the years thousands probably <laughs> I didn't keep track but working with them and seeing how much they're going through it's just there's something in me that was like there's more we gotta have more so an education piece is really what I would love to have that we've been working on we have stuff going on in the background but to also open up like a wellness property that is the ultimate goal so that people can come and like learn truly how to live a healthy life but to feel it and to be there so they can take it home with them and just realize that there is still hope which is amazing and I think too like so many people get nervous when they hear the word like well you know wellness or lifestyle you know those words can be kind of scary for a lot of people because they're like listen I have no time for myself or you know what I don't have the money or the this or the that but you know, when it really boils down to like internal wellness and internal uh, lifestyle choices, I mean, it's just little tiny tweaks sometimes that we can do that, you know, hey, that makes me feel better or hey, that makes my skin look better or hey, I'm sleeping better. And one of the things I think you mentioned even too was a lot of the products having these hormone triggers in them that are, you know, catalysting maybe a little bit of some of the the stuff that we don't want to have going on with our bodies as we get a little older. Um, so I think this, this whole movement that you're kind of creating, and it's a movement we've been hearing, but, but not from the way that you're actually got a product line of makeup that then goes along with it all. So I think it's, it's a really cool tie-in and we've not seen it before. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know that one step after the other baby steps in all directions, right. In your own personal lives, in your lifestyle, you can't change something completely overnight it's going to be baby steps whether it's a business whether it's your health whether it's learning something you have to learn in steps so that 
they will stick. Stacy's learning in steps about how to take her. Photos. How to take my makeup off at night? Yeah. Don't feel bad about it. Once in a while, I don't. I'm sleeping my makeup too, but then at the same time, I feel good about it because I know what's in it and I know it's actually nourishing. So. If I was sleeping in Piper Blue makeup, but you know, total body wellness, like you, 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 know, you got your physical and you, you brought this up earlier, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. And I feel like for so many women, I mean, asking for a friend, um, when we look at those four aspects that are so intertangled, but it's like whack-a-mole when you're trying to deal with it. Because when you deal with one, something else on, on another one goes out of whack, or you can get one in one or two in line, and then the other two are all fucked up. So how do we get to a point <laughs> where we're just sort of like, everything is sort of it, not perfect, but at least in a, in a good place with all of them? How do you, I don't, I don't, I, again, asking for a friend. So, I mean, for per in my own personal experience, mindset is number one. I mean, that's not, I guess that's not true, but it's huge. Mindset is huge, huge, huge. Like if you can't even get to the point where you can think that there's hope, you're not going to go anywhere. You know, there has to be some thought processes where you're catching yourself with your negative thoughts. You're trying to sh make a shift and a change at your subconscious level. And so, so maybe that's a starting point if mm -hmm. we are like, all right, we need to do something here. Let's start with the brain because we get so much negativity in our world all day long, negative mm -hmm. personal thoughts, negative thoughts about the world we live in, negative people on the screen, social media, ugh, it's all, ugh. um, so I, it just, it, it doesn't feel like there's a, enough goodness coming our way. The real, yeah. you could be waking up feeling like you are the shit and you're just going to like get it all done. And then <laughs> like you get a stupid phone call or like something dramatic happens or somebody says something terrible and you're just like, <laughs> you know, it just literally pushes you off the curb so quickly. And so I think Jamie, what you're bringing up with this mindset motion, and it's not always like, oh, everything is peaches and strawberries because it's not right. But no. at least if you get in that mind of like, I can, and I will, and maybe today might not be the best day, but tomorrow may be better. And I think that is such a great foundation. Yeah. And there's actually different levels too. Like if you are at like rock bottom, sometimes just saying, at least it's not this, which is lower, you know, sometimes that's all you can do to just walk up one step until you're at a point where you can do more with your mindset and what you're thinking and because there's sometimes you are at rock bottom and you can't just make yourself think this is butterflies and rainbows. It's not going to happen. I feel like we like could start with like, at least I'm not married to a serial killer. Like that's, so a, that's a low bar. Yep. If that's but you are. There are some people that cannot say that. You know what? Fair. That's a fair, that's a fair place. So Jamie, you've also got some other exciting stuff going on. Did, did we hear rumors that you may have a podcast coming out next year? Um, yes, we are working on that. And I am so excited about this little piece of it because I feel like it is a way to not only tie in makeup and health, but also the stories that these amazing women are having because, um, 
because of the makeup, I have had so many people reach out and they're, I'll give you an example. I had one, actually I've had two. I've had two people reach out and say they left a really bad relationship where they were being harmed. And the only thing they took with them was the makeup. And they said, I took the makeup because it's the only thing that I felt like I could keep that made me feel better. And I was like, oh my gosh, this, like, wow. Every woman wow. deserves it. I mean, just stop. Wow. That is, yeah. like, that just gave me the shivers. I mean, to have that moment of, to be able to empower a woman who's going through such a trauma. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty, that's pretty badass. Yeah. So it's amazing. But the thing is, it's like, and then someone else will tell me their health stories and how they overcame this or they overcame that, or they're in the middle of their journey and how they're overcoming it. And it's like, you know, we need to tell these stories. People need their stories to be heard because it's not only helping them be able to be heard, but helping inspire other people to, you know, have a hope. And that is the greatest thing. Well, that's when your product becomes so much more than a makeup line and you become so much more than just a founder and an owner because you have been there. You have been down that path. You've been through, you know, your, your chronic disease. You have said you've been through depression. You actually wrote a book even right about your journey back. Um, and I'm sure that started with the mental, um, but you know, I, I can't imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I can't imagine when you were in your basement, you're thinking, I'm, this is how, this is how this makeup is going to impact people. So what a cool sort of extra benefit that wouldn't have even occurred to me. And I love that people share those stories with you. Yeah, it's been so cool because I, honestly, I just wanted some makeup that was healthy that I could use. And then what it's, you know, what it's brought to me already personally is way more than just having a healthy makeup. It's, you know, it's connected me with other women that even in diverse backgrounds that we're still connected. And it's awesome to see their stories and their hope and that there's hope for other people, you know. Women are incredible. And I think this, that community that you're building is something so unique and special. So Jamie, tell our guests and our listeners, or you are guests, but our listeners, <laughs> um, where they can find you. What is your website? Where do they find you on social media? Yeah, my website is just piperbluemakeup.com. And my socials are piperblue underscore organic makeup. I love it. And we can't wait to hear your show and see more of what you're doing out there. You are definitely a woman to keep an eye on. You've definitely inspired us this morning. And we hope that everybody else gets out there this week and is inspired.